All right. What episode is this now, Dave? I think it this might is, be. I think this is eight. Eight. Yeah. Eight. Nine. Eight. Nine. 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 Eight. Nine. No, it's one of those. We'll get it right. Yeah. Uh, so this is episode eight or nine of the Sounds Like NYC podcast, and we're here with Fran. What's up? How's it going? All right, man. What's up? It's it's going. Oh. It's uh, it's a gloomy day in New York City. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's the weather's getting better though. Uh, I like it cold though. Yeah. Wait, well, hold up, hold up. You just said the weather was getting better. Uh, I got my ass beat by like some sleet the other day. Remember the sleet? Oh yeah. It I was like that. 56 degrees, and then two days later it was yeah. that. So no, it's not getting better. Oh, you know, the city no, it makes makes a hell walking your dog outside. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah, so I don't have any pets. No, just kidding. My parents are going to move to California. God. They took the pets. They took no, the son. No. They left me. There was enough room. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Like, kids and important things first. Yeah. And then, <laughs> yeah. You're good. All right. So, tell us uh, a little about yourself, Fernando. Well, I'm born and raised in New York. Um, 36 years old. And I'm finally trying to make a living as a musician, which is really hard, you know, in New York City. So many people trying to do, to, to play music, you know, whether it's, uh, if you're just going to be a hired gun, which is probably harder than, because uh, if you want to be your own artist, you just, you can do it yourself. You just, you just need a little, a little initiative and drive. Oh, definitely. You know? But because uh, I definitely tried to be a hired gun and man, it's hard. Unless you actually made those connections in college or hustled really hard, it was really hard to try yeah. to get break into that scene and yeah it's, it's competitive is it not yeah. yeah very competitive and you have so many talented people in new york it makes, makes yeah. it almost impossible to be recognized right so like what, what are you doing differently i guess and from for most artists would you say hey nice talk well oh you see him now yeah oh, there he is so. well my thing is uh i'm i like a lot of genres very uh I'm very diverse when it comes to my genres, what I like. I'm very uh, first and foremost a rock guy. Okay. But I really, I really love jazz. I love my Latin music as well. You know, my parents are from Ecuador, um, and any type of, of Latin music. You know, whether whether we're talking about like uh, traditional Ecuadorian pasillos or boleros mm-hmm. or valses, like which are also known in, in Peru. It, all the way down to, you know, Puerto Rican salsa, New York style salsa, all that stuff. You know, I'm really into that, you know, so. All the flavorful music. Oh, yeah. All the flavorful. So spice, so spice, so spice. <laughs> that's close to Italian. I think that's how I actually found you because uh, I was going through through Instagram and, you know, you, you see the regular, like, uh, you know, musician doing their thing, playing covers, whatever. Yeah. But I don't see many people doing, like, you know, like Spanish music. Like playing, um... except for that guy. You know that guy right in uh, Union Square, where like he's like like an old man, runs a shopping cart or whatever, just puts like speakers, and just plays music, and he gets paid for it. No, like an old Puerto Rican man. No, no, No. I feel like I would have remembered that. Never seen him. No, but there's this, there's this Puerto Rican. I'm pretty sure he's Puerto Rican. He's an old Puerto Rican. He's an old Puerto Rican dude. He's like one of the last ones alive in, in Greenpoint. 
and he just has a shopping cart around and he just cat calls people. That's it. Anybody. Yeah. And he, he sometimes has like an old boom box. You think it's genetic, Bruce? Is it? <laughs> I all, all Puerto Ricans grow old, do cat call and push around. They, they, they become like uh, hairy in the chest area. Hairy in the chest. With or the wife beater outside wife beater, with a beer gut. Or like playing dominoes. Type of old button up. Yelling at the 14 year old girls. Passing by. 14 year old girls. That's, I, don't want to, I don't want to be there when I see that. Oh. <laughs> if I ever see that. Oh, oh, no. yeah, just go to East Harlem. They're everywhere. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just get at the wrong ages. Or, or it doesn't even matter who you are, what you look like. I think it's just like it's just like um, a jailhouse effect. Bruce gets cat called because of his fat ass. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. I didn't expect that. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's all the caffeine that's making me a little bit more lively. Maybe I should take more caffeine for now. Yeah, definitely. Right? And definitely in this morning. You know what? Speaking of mornings, I remember when we used to make music, we would be playing early in the morning, like in the cold or some shit. Have you ever had to like do some shit, something like that? Or you, you, you were just so devoted to playing towards something or practicing, got up real early, play outside. Oh my God, playing outside is horrible. Your, your fingers hurt. Mm-hmm. Your fingers can't move. And then they you can't. Know. It's an, it's, and it's not. It's not good for your instrument either. Mm-hmm. Any type of instrument. I feel bad for b- brass players. Oh, wow. imagine that mm-hmm. putting your, your your lips on on you know on the the mouthpiece. Oh yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that would probably really suck. Yeah. And that's that's that those type of musicians are always always playing outside, you know, because you mm-hmm. need those horns, you know. Especially, mm-hmm. uh, I have a buddy who plays trumpet uh, trombone. Oh, and wow. he's always playing in Washington Square Park, you know. Washington Square Yeah, all, all weather. All weather? No. Well, hopefully no. not rain, you know, but okay. when, it's, when, it's, uh, like, when it's cold and hot, you know, that makes no difference. He's there. Right. And, oh, my God, that must, that must hurt. Hmm. I, I don't want to think what, how, how much that must hurt. It's either, like, dedication or just, like... I, you know what, though? I would rather play in the blazing heat than the cold. What? I, I don't... The, the cold New York New York cold is a different type of breed of cold. I think you don't understand uh, that. in the textbooks, if you look it up, uh, scientist, a scientist textbook, it's written as a butt ass cold. But it's butt ass fucking cold. Also known as I don't brick. Remember, I don't even brick dick. Brick titties. <laughs> I don't know. Brick. Uh, that's that is the the New York uh, way to call something cold. It's brick. It's scientific. It's, it's scientific. Yeah. It's it's pretty much in a dictionary by now yeah they're just, just a sub definition of real quick did you know yes. that brolic is only in new york city really you the word brolic i did not know that right we hear it so much yeah yeah brolic is it's brolic just brolic. brolic is uh, uh synonymous to diesel yeah <laughs> and then i don't know i just always thought that was a word and it's not how do you spell brolic there's no k why, right no, I think, it's a <laughs> I think it's a garlic. I think it's, it's, it's in like a, fucking garlic. It's like garlic. Yeah, yeah. but not garlic. So, well, I guess what's important. Well, what's uh, always interesting to me is like what drew you to music. Um, you know, that's, that's always interesting to me because the reason I found music was because uh, I tried learning from my cousin. Um, my parents mm-hmm. said, "No, you can't buy a guitar." Oh, yeah. And then they bought me a guitar. Then they returned it the same week. <laughs> And then I just had to like buy my own guitar. So like, what what brought you to to music? Carlos Santana. 
Okay. Yeah, man. Uh, that album, Supernatural, back in 99, when it came out, I was 17 years old. And uh, I would remember listening to it. And and it's, my cousin was learning how to play guitar. And he had, a, how do you say, a, a nylon string lying around. So I was mm-hmm. in his house and I decided to pick it up. And, uh, man, it was, it was like, a man, wh- where has this been in all my life? Right. I wanted to learn how to play. And quickly, I, I wanted to learn how to play. My father also played a little bass and some guitar. So he, he started me off with some, some chords here and there. Mm-hmm. And then I really, uh, I kind of gave up a little bit because it was right after I graduated graduated high school and I was starting college and right, yeah. you know I was just it was just guitar I didn't really care I just wanted to learn you know and then you know school started mm-hmm. so all my my um, attention went towards that because you know college is important you need yeah. college degrees yeah, right? you get to make yeah. a living you know? um what you go to college for oh that's interesting I was studying interior design at the time oh wow and uh, I didn't graduate from that I I wound up hating it and I wound up myself uh, being more drawn to the guitar. Mm-hmm. And I, re- I remember this conversation with my father. Um, I had start, I stopped going to class because I was just so bored. And he told me, he sat me down. He said, are you, do you want to do this? And I said, no. And he said, well, then get out of that school because I'm not paying to the tuition for that anymore if you want to do that. So like, that was it. That was a wake up call that I needed. So I went mm-hmm. in the next day and withdrew from everything. Oh man, it was, it looks bad. You know, their attrition rate was, looks really bad. If, uh, if you leave in the middle of a semester, it, it makes, especially a small department like that was like, I think they only had like 60 people. Yeah. So it looks terrible on them. But uh, I took it in stride. I got a part-time job, and then I started the fall in uh, at Hunter College. Okay. I studied music there. I decided I wanted to study music. Oh wow! You know, I had just recently uh, my friend. Uh, he just recently changed his major to a music major, mm-hmm. and you know, he always liked playing guitar, but like he never took it seriously until just recently. Right. And um, and he was he he has a he was doing computer science or something like that. Everybody knows doing computer science. I don't know why. I don't know what. I'm sure you, you can change into something, but that's what he was doing. Right. And he was really good at it, mm-hmm. but he was bored. He hated yeah. it. And he just realized he's like, I, I, one thing that he cares about the most really is music. And now he's like doing a music major and he's playing more. I think he's in awesome. band now. I went to school for, uh, for accounting. Fun fact. Uh, didn't last a semester. <laughs> um, I got a I got a withdrawn from from attendance, but I came every day. Oh no, no college and definitely the <laughs> fucking community college. They will definitely get at you for something like that. No, I didn't go no. to community college, Bruce. No, I I went to this one, and I would no shit actually be there in the room and be marked absent. And I'm like. Why are you doing this? They didn't like you, Bruce. No, they really didn't. Well, that sucks. I went oh, so far. It was like two hours away from you. I so, had to take the train there. So, so you touched on something I think is really interesting to me because um, usually the idea is like uh, there's a certain age that like people, after they reach that age, like, no, I don't want to play music. Like, There's no point. Oh, I'm too old. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like at 17, a lot of people would say, 
no, that's a little too old. You know, you should start at like 13 or like 15 or something. Yeah, you know people I mean? automatically have this idea that you have to be this product right, that's your right, kid. Right, right, right. And if you're not there by now, you're never going to make it. Right. Exactly. Yes. So so what do you think about that? Like, do you think that rung true to you? Like, was there any sort of hesitation because you were 17, like a little late to the game? Well, I, I wanted to learn how to play when I was 17. Okay. And uh, I didn't really give it much thought because I didn't want to do it professionally. At the time, I just wanted to learn how to play. And I really, the, you know, the guitar, the way Carlos played it, it, it did something in me and like this, this felt right, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but when I got older, because uh, I, I, I went to school for three, uh, four semesters. So two years later, after I, uh, I dropped out, if you will, and transferred to another school. Um, I was a little bit hesitant of that, you know, because I realized, oh, my God, I'm going to school for, I'm going to, to, to study music in college. Most of these people have been playing their instruments since they're, like you said, since they were kids, whereas I started really late. So I had a lot of catching up to do. First of all, I didn't read music. I had to right. teach myself how to read music so I could get into the music department. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I had to learn that in um, in a few months because, uh, yeah. you know, I had the spring semester and I, had, and I had like three or four months in between since I, when I dropped out to go to the uh, transfer, when I transferred to the other school, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. And I went to the other school. So I had to teach myself that. And that was really uh, a challenge, you know. But I welcomed I welcomed it because it was something different that I've never done before. It was something that I wanted to do. All right. So, all right. So do you think that that was kind of like a New York attitude to like kind of just go for it? Yeah. It could be. I really didn't think about it like that at the time, you know, but in hindsight, yeah, it could be like that. Well, well, how do you think that New York City has like, you know, treated you? Like, like if, if, you know, you were like in buttfuck nowhere, Florida, not no. to bash is there Florida, a scene? Is there but to a, bash Florida. But to bash Florida. Is there a scene in Florida? Like, no, New York has its own special thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does it like, do you think that changed, that, that might have, like, changed the course of, like, how you were doing things because you were from New York City? It may have, absolutely, because uh, being in New York, you're – not only is it you there and, and being in the music program like I was, I met people from all over the world. Yeah. And Hunter College, you know, Hunter College being a, you know, a city school from CUNY and everything. Mm-hmm. It still had a very large international student uh, a body, you know. Right. So I, I met a lot of people from all over the world. I, I have a, a friend from Argentina, friends from Japan, mm-hmm. from from Europe, a friend from Sweden. Wow. They were like from everywhere. They were, and different types of music was jazz or classical. And that gave me also an edge, if you will, because meeting all these people, it opened your, yourself up to more things and things that you wouldn't consider. Right. For example, I'm not, and I'm not talking about like the, the hustle and bustle aspect of the business, but just opening your eyes to different styles of music that you may have not right. considered. Oh, right. I mean, like, because, yeah. you know, the most important thing to art is culture. Yeah. So the more culture you are, the, the better your art is because you have, you know, flavors of everything. So people can like attach to that. Another thing is like any culture in general, I feel like can feel your art. Cause like, if you get out there and travel, yeah. and you really put yourself in other like um, cultures, 
you, you gain, you get, you get that. You soak it up. You're a sponge. Mm-hmm. Right? You do. Yeah. You, you might not even be looking for music and you can go into another culture. Right. And you can get something from it. Right. Yeah. Do you travel a lot? Yes, I do. There you go. Mm-hmm. I went to uh, to Japan last September. Oh, that was my la- my last trip. I and before that, I I I made four different trips last year. Japan was the biggest one. Okay. I went to Madrid, to Barcelona on different occasions. Oh man, yeah, those those, those are really cool. And yeah, I went to, I've uh, to go to Japan. Japan Always. is awesome. You, I came back poorer because I bought a lot <laughs> of shit. I bought a lot of things. A lot of things. That's how they get you. I'd go poor. <laughs> no absolutely go if you if you if you can make it happen no definitely that's like one of my lifelong like like one of my like my dream goals like a, it's not it's not a dream goal because i feel like it's going to happen one day right. it is, it's I like do, a vision that you want to do yeah it's just yeah. a thing i want to do yeah i'm sure i'll do it some sooner or later what 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 place do you want to go that you haven't gone, gotten to go yet i haven't been to colombia yet <laughs> i want to go to colombia i haven't been to uh italy I want to go to Italy. Um, Can you imagine? Those are the biggest places that I want to go. And also Australia and New Zealand. But those are, that's a big trip and really far. I'd rather combine those two as one because, you know, I'm not making that trip twice. No, yeah, for sure. (laughs) No, but I was just thinking, imagine like street performing in like a different country. Yeah, that must be like some sort of. A, a different experience like that because I feel like, you know, when you first start performing in, in public, right, you have this <laughs> sort of like, not anxiety, but like, like you're nervous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like even if you've been playing a long time, going to a new city, like that would be the same, you know, you get that feeling again. Cause like, yeah. it is have to like, and then you have to exchange I, I, those bills. I feel like maybe it's because I just understand how New Yorker, New Yorkers are either just they just don't care or they're kind of interested. How well do you and think then, New Yorkers tip? Oh, that's that's interesting. Um, I can tell you that I tip well. Okay. Because I I'm I know what it's like to be a a musician that's working on tips. You know. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the same thing as uh, I'm not a server, but uh, you know I know what they how they work and how much they, how hard they work. So my servers, I usually tip well as, uh, okay. very well. And, um, but I've also seen, you know, friends who are a little bit uh, stingy on this, on the tipping side, you know, yeah. and that they're nickel and diming everything like, uh, like uh-huh. a, a one dot, one extra dollar will help hurt them if, it's kind of weird, you know? And I also have friends and cousins who actually, we tip very well whenever we go out and we uh, have, say, a uh, brunch or anything like that, you know, mm-hmm. a bro's brunch. We we tip that's well, and they love us for that. They love yeah, us that. tip them well. I'm, I'm sure that's a thing, and too. Yeah, I always tip well, no matter okay, what Okay, so Bruce, Bruce is insinuating I that I tip. don't tip well. I, mm. And that's not true. Because you don't tip at all. I, I That's not true anymore. I've changed, Bruce. All right. No, see, because I, I, I used to not tip at all because I felt like, you know, why is the restaurant putting the responsibility on me mm-hmm. to to pay their workers, right? Like, they're the ones with the business. Why should I pay, right? But then looking into it, I'm just like, someone has to pay, right? Yeah. And, like, these that, people that actually my, live off tips. That's what my point was from the beginning, David, that just – you should just – I know it shouldn't be like that. But just uh, this, is out of the, this is out of – what I was, 
what, you know, in the context of, you know, like street performance, like how do you, how do you think you do? Like if you were going to street perform in a different country, you think? Wow. That's a scary thought. I've never actually, even in New York, uh, performed uh, on the street. So I really, I wouldn't even know how it would fare in another country. Mm-hmm. Um, scary. I think I would like to do it when, to, for have the, to have the experience, just, you know, grab my guitar and just, you know what, I'm going to set up shop here. I would love to see the reactions because I can, I, under, I, I can expect the reaction in New York, but I can't expect the reaction in like sort of in Europe. Like I would, I don't even know how. But they do it in Europe. What? They do it in Europe. They do it. Cause like, I was just thinking like, what if you go to a place and that's like, not really like, like they don't like street performers and that especially not ones from a different country. You go to another country. I don't know. <laughs> I, that. Europe is, you can drive to another country. Right. It's like a train. You'll be there in, in matters of hours. Yeah. That's yeah. Crazy. Is the U.S. bigger than Europe? I don't know. I think I, it's comparable. I, I think it's. I think it's I, comparable as well. I'm not really sure. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. No, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'll, I'll wait. I, I heard this thing though. Like, you've been to Japan, you said, right? So. Yes, yes. You are like how like I heard that they they really re- try to respect their personal space as crowded as it is, but they really don't like touching each other or being each other's like. You know, like well, that's that's interesting you say because, uh, um, yes, they is very crowded, and they try to re- they're very respectful of that. You know, they understand that people need to go to work and they're gonna cram every, the the trains pack the people so that they can get to work. Right. On the other hand, they have uh, during rush hours, they have women only cars. Interesting. Only women can ride those because some men can be perverts and will sexually assault women. Right. Not necessarily, necessarily, uh, how do you say, full on, yeah, it is completely. They're just touching and fondling and rubbing up against each other. Yeah, it's like a high sexual assault thing. I guess it is considered a sexual assault. I think that that the the sex might be a little skewed because uh, it's dishonorable to be raped, I think. Something like that. Maybe that's another country. Maybe well, being well, yeah, I know stupid. that. Well, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Hmm. I like. I honestly can't speak about it because I don't really know about it. Yeah, I don't like talking about things I don't know. Yeah, right. I, I, but I can tell you that that they have this and they have that. So right. that's kind of weird, you know. Like they, if they hmm. they want to be respectful towards, towards others, yeah. yet you have to have an entire car designated just for women <laughs> because they're they've been assaulted in the past. Probably kind of shows one say one one side, and then you see the other. So what right. the gives? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What what other art forms are you interested in other than music? Um, I like uh, paintings. Okay. I like watercolors. Uh, uh, my my apartment is covered in uh, watercolor prints because oh, wow. watercolor on canvas originals can be really really expensive. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but. Uh, I really enjoy that aspect of art, you know, like uh, to be able to create something with paint, Mm -hmm. something, show something lifelike or colorful. I really enjoy that. You know, there is this, uh, this brunch spot that I like uh, in Astoria called Fatties. I don't know if you know it. Um, I think 28th Avenue, I think. The, uh, they have a really cool wall with just two pieces of abstract art. Very, uh, 
you know, I think it's just oil on canvas and it just brings so much to the room and I really enjoy it. You know, that's, that's my thing. I really like uh, art like that, but uh, I don't know anything about it. I really don't, you know, I, I won't be able to tell you about brush strokes or technique or anything like that. I just know that I enjoy it. You know, <laughs> I think that's the important thing about art, right? You don't have to be a very knowledgeable, just appreciative. Yeah. Yeah. I can understand that. Like it's universal. Yeah, you know it I mean? definitely is. That's why I love going to the Met. You know, the Met is awesome. You know? mm-hmm. Whenever I have a family visit or friends visit New York, you know, I always ask them, you want to go to the Met? You know, one of the best museums in the world, you know? Yeah, and they, shit's pretty. I think I've only been there once. I went there yesterday. Oh, shit. Yeah. Really is it nice? So, are you working on anything new? I am. I just, just yesterday, I wrapped up... Uh, my uh, second album. Ooh, I, okay, okay. Tell yeah. us about it. I, you know, I, I started recording in, in May of last year okay. with my hired band, because I don't have a band, but I have right. friends with whom, with whom I play, mm-hmm. and they're always available, and I, I always hire them because they're reliable, and most importantly, they're good. Yeah, that's a good thing. That's a good yeah. thing in a, in Sometimes a you will trade off being good for being more reliable, you know, because you need somebody who's going to be on time, you know? Which is oh, really hard. Shit. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, I'm not. That's, I'm not digging on you. I'm digging on. on time for a session or 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 a gig. You know, sometimes you people don't even show time. up. Yeah, that's. It's yeah. just important. Just show up. Yep. Showing up on show time up is on really time. important. But you see how the the city works sometimes. That that can't always happen. Well, you see, if you planned ahead. For like, you know, 15 to 20 minutes. And you know what? Early. Some unexpected shit always happens, all right? Just today. Uh, what was it? The G train wanted to take too long. Oh, and, then, and then the M train just decided I'm not running and I'm not going to tell you because I was there for like 20 minutes and I realized only E trains were coming. How am I never late? And that, I don't know. I don't know. And then I had. Here's the thing, right? There's no seven train. Here's the thing. Here's There's the no thing. We're in Astoria. We're in Astoria. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He lives in Greenpoint, right? Uh-huh. That's like ten, that's like a ten minute drive. Yeah, I live all the way in Woodhaven, like far Queens. Okay, I'm in Regal Park. Like so it's not that far. Yeah, it takes him like an hour ish to get here. It takes you 15 minutes, and you always manage to be late. When it's working, you know I'm here. Let's not beef. Minutes. Let's not beef. <laughs> no, no, no. This is funny because <laughs> when I'm when this is why I put you on at nine. <laughs> you know, when I'm here in fifteen minutes, I'm here in fifteen minutes. When the trains are working, yeah, they legit do not want to work going in this direction, in this oddly specific direction. They don't want to work. If I wanted to get to you the don't want to work. If I wanted to get to the R train, I needed to get out of the G train walk to Queens Plaza, take the seven to the R and then the R here, or I could have just waited for the bus. That's what you would have done? I waited for the bus. That's what you should have done? No, I shouldn't have done that. Why? It's because the trains are, no, no, no. I'm no, I didn't go with the trains because the trains are slow. So I just waited for the bus. And then I just walked two blocks over. But yes, reliable partners are appreciated. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I had a few dates. Uh, I had to record it over several dates because, you know, it can't be done in one day. Mm-hmm. Oh. Even um, tracking was really hard uh, to get that done in one day because, uh, you know, it's very hard to get these working musicians in a, 
in the same room at the same time. Right. I mean, to, to schedule that one date, it took me like a couple of days of constant back and forth. What about this day? What about that day? You know, yeah, sometimes, so busy. You know, exactly. Right. Especially these yeah. guys are, are working musicians that, that the, the drummer is always uh, traveling all over the Caribbean playing, you know, playing music. That's crazy. That's, that, that's his, that's his, that's his, his game. You know, he's always yeah. playing music. Uh, the piano player, he is one beast of a piano player. I met him in college and he is uh, fantastic. You know? They really helped me bring my, uh, my pieces to life. And mm-hmm. actually wrote the title song of, uh, of the album. I wrote it uh, around him thinking exactly he is going to bring this piece to life. Right. And he did. He really did. He made it uh, completely, gave it a, like after, when I when I first heard him play it, and uh, I, I I started tearing up because it was just so. It, it was, was like, perfect. it was exactly what you wanted. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So so you can say in terms that I composed this piece with him in mind, knowing that right. he would do the justice that the piece needed. And what's the name? What's the name of the album? My album is called Masayate Podre Alcanzar, in Spanish. Right. Uh, in English, it means like uh, be, uh, literally. Like, uh, I'll reach you in the hereafter. Gorgeous. 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 <laughs> you, it's, 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 uh, the album is very, very, uh, how do you say, eclectic. Mm. Yeah. You have rock. You, totally have, you have jazz. You have uh, blues. No, it's like funk. You got it. You, you mix it up. Good. For, yeah. yeah, you yeah. I always love that. One, there one, is not, not one song that uh, is similar to another. They're all different. And I, I wonder if that's going to be a problem for my listeners. You know, I you hope know, that they appreciate the, the yeah, diversity. Just style. treat it like a variety platter. You know, I think you will definitely, because uh, the way I think of it, because there's a couple artists that I listen to that they switch it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think you'll definitely attract the fans who will stick with it no matter what. Mm-hmm. And you'll get the people who stick with it for the songs that you make that are kind of like the same. Yeah. When, when, when does it, uh, is there any set date for it to come out or? No, no, I don't have a set date for it for its release date. I mean, yesterday I wrapped up, we mixed, okay. we, fi- we finished mixing. And now my next date is uh, to master. I need to uh, arrange that with my, my mastering guy. Mm-hmm. And hopefully after that, I'll be able to do it as soon as possible. You know, like, uh, so you think like three months, maybe less than that, you know, because I do want to print it. I do okay. want to go through uh, my first album. I just put it up online and that, that was it because I, I didn't, I never promoted that one. Yeah. Did any work on it. I never performed it right. up until last, last, uh, last month in February in which I had a gig and I performed one of the songs from that album, you know, mm-hmm. but just, you know, life happens, you know, yeah, of course you can't, you know, I recorded that in 2010, all of 2010. And I just put it online to release it last year in 2017. So six years. Cause I, I it was mastered in 2011. So six years, I, I couldn't do anything with it because, uh, you know, life happens. So. Yeah, for sure. Man, I get you. Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll definitely, you know, whenever it comes out, we'll definitely be there supporting yeah. you and promoting yeah, you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Whenever you have a release date, you know, just swing it by us. And Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yeah you, just, you have a comfort. You are. Yes, I do. So, be happy to support you. Definitely. Thank you so much for, for having me. Yeah, Fernando, it was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Man. Awesome. Yeah, sorry about the whole scheduling. Uh, hey, it happens, man. No problem. Life happens. Life happens. Life definitely happens. <laughs>
That's supposed to saying shit happens, but you know, black you know, I would <laughs> be the first one to tell you that shit happens. <laughs> you would be the first one to tell me that shit happens. Shit happens every fucking day, all right? I every fucking every fucking week weekend, right? Uh, every, no, every day, not just every weekend. It was fun having you, Fernando. <laughs> Thank you. It was good talking to you guys. See ya. See ya. Take care. Bye bye.